0: This is your host, Tia. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top Ten. Why? Eek Vibes Nation. Eek Vibes Nation. 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 The Top Ten. The Top Ten. The Top Ten. Of course, you know, always waiting forever for it to record. <laughs> down. <laughs> They're like, you can wait. <laughs> I'm) <always laughs> to <be> <laughs> All right, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another amazing top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I'm your host Tia, and I have with me the amazing Brittany. Brittany, how are you today?
1: Well, I can't be too, be doing too amazing. All the cats have abandoned me. They, they <laughs> decided they didn't want to be here with me today, so I guess it's going to be all right.
0: It's because we're not doing these in the morning like we usually do. The cats, their schedule is off. They're like, why is she sitting at night <laughs> doing this?
1: I know there's a part of me that likes it though because I'm like I'm actually awake because Tia is always an hour ahead of me so she's like had time to get up get her coffee she's vibing she's relaxing she's thriving and I'm over here like uh, just please let me die I
0: don't know I'm like uh... (laughs) we're two opposite people I'm a morning person (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, am a, I don't want to wake up. If I, if, if I had the choice between sleeping for an eternity or getting
0: up, I'd probably choose an eternity.: I can't sleep past like eight o'clock in the morning, and that's on a good day. Most days are like seven. It's
1: because you're like a young person like, but you're like, you have an old soul.
0: Oh uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but um <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. But Brittany, I'm really excited about this week's uh, topic, which is our top 10 favorite video game characters. Now, at first, Brittany and I were going to do the top 10 best video game characters, but then we realized that if we do favorite, we can be more opinionated, and we won't feel as pressured to pick, like, characters that you know the public. Public consensus loves, and it's like. But I want to talk about who I like, not who um you know most people enjoy. It's like if you enjoy them, fine. But like, I, I want to talk about the characters I really like.
1: <laughs> and that's the one thing for me is because there is so many. Because I was sitting there and I was like going through my list, and I was like, oh, I could do like the basic ones. And I'm like, no. But there's some characters I really, really like because of like their storytelling and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second, I don't have to listen to anyone.
0: <laughs> I can do my own thing. Right. I that, that's how I feel, especially coming from someone who I know I always say this and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but as someone who isn't the biggest gamer. Right. I don't yeah. probably know most of the games that people are really into and that people really play. And it's like, you know, for me, I can't, you know, I'm just going to pick the characters I really like. And so I think that our top ten favorite video game characters is perfect. Um, I wanted to ask you, before we move into the actual list, I mean, what was the first console that you played on, if you can remember?
1: Okay, I remember... uh, This is how I think it went down. I remember playing the PlayStation 1 and playing Digimon on it. I Mm -hmm. remember... The N64 because of Star Fox and Mario and all that. But I don't know. I don't remember what year those came out. So I don't know if we just already had them because my older brother or, you know. But I remember him playing it a lot. And I remember my Game Boy. Except I think I had a Game Boy color because it was Pokemon Yellow. and oh. uh, And that's where I can't remember the rest of it. I was like, did I have more than that, or um, I re-
0: there's a lot I remember, but there's a lot I don't remember. No, I completely understand. I want to say, well, not that I want to say, I know that my first um, gaming console was the original Nintendo, and that's because, you know, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up, and they had the original Nintendo, so I grew up playing you know, Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, Um, and then, but I think the first um, console that I owned, well, you know, my parents bought me, uh, was the the N64. I loved my N64, couldn't wait to hook it up, because the thing is, like, um, for a long time growing up, I didn't have a TV in my room, it was in the living room, and so it wasn't and, like, back then, you know, you had to plug it in, and you had to change the stations, yada, yada, yada. Oh, um, so, oh, so, I didn't have the N64 plugged in at all times. I only plugged it in when I was playing. So, it's like, I couldn't wait to get it out of the box, put, put it together, play, and I spent, like, hours. Like, that was my console. It brought me, like, such great joy. So, I'm like... To me, that's why I just think of the N64 so fondly.
1: Man, do you remember uh, Duck Hunt?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what I used to play on the original um, Nintendo, like that and Super Smash Brothers. I love just- Duck Hunt. My grandparents had the gun for it and everything. And I remember, like, I I didn't always get the ducks and I was so angry.
1: <laughs> Did you ever feel like growing up you were like, uh, it almost felt like magic that it could pick up on the screen yes. where you we were shooting. And You're I like, find- how does it happen? <laughs> I then find out that that game can only like work on a certain kind of TV now.
0: It's funny because, um, you know, when you play like the Wii or something, you know, you have the sensor bar that you have <laughs> to put there for it to pick up. But the fact that they were able to do that in Duck Hunt and not need, like, a sensor bar, it's just so weird. It's like, were they more advanced back in the day? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's like what it was is, like, it used the flashback, like, when you would hit it, like, the way the, like, CRT, I think it's, like, CRT TVs were. You know, like, the kind of screens where if you left them on too long, it left a burn in the screen yeah and your parents mm-hmm. would always be like don't leave the tv on it'll it'll burn it'll leave a burn in um, yeah. it was that those kind of screens that it could pick up where it was hitting on the screen and i thought that was crazy
0: it's so interesting i don't think i ever like decided to look into it but that's probably just because like to me, I was just so captivated with the intrigue of it. I was just like, I don't care about anything else.
1: <laughs> You're like, I don't care how it works. As long as it works, I'm happy. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. But I loved it. And I, But I also loved my PS2. Um, I loved my PS2. That's the console. That and the N64 are the console that I have the most games for, the consoles that I spent the most time on. And... By the time my parents got me a PS2, I had a TV in my room. So that was actually hooked up at all times. So it was just so easy for me to go in my room, either sit on my bed or sit on my desk chair and, you know, turn it on and play.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm trying to think. I remember me and my older brother, like, a lot of our bonding was through video games and how much, like, they meant to us because he'd be like – do this this uh this game gonna make you cry and I was like I don't wanna cry and he's like, You wanna cry? That's gonna be good. <laughs> um my
0: older my older cousins had the Super Nintendo. So I would go over and we played like Donkey Kong and stuff like that and one of my friends had the GameCube and I never personally had the GameCube. The GameCube it is where it's at <laughs> See to me it's all about that N sixty four. I'm like, when the GameCube came out, I was like, this is weird, look at it, Where? where's the, co-? Uh, I think uh the controller, like, freaked me out at first, because I was so used to that, like, you know, the three-prong, like, trident-looking thing, and I was like, what the heck, but, go ahead. I was
1: going to say, for someone so accepting of change, you do not like change when it comes to, like, electronics and technology sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know, shoot games are better with a mouse and keyboard. And you're like, no, the controller's better. I will never go to that. I was like, okay.
0: Okay. I mean, it's not like I didn't play games, like, on the PC, but more so games like, um, Back when I, like, Oregon Trail. (laughs) Back when I was growing up. Back when I was growing up, they did, like, all those, like, Disney. You know how, like, every Disney movie had, like, a coinciding game? And those are always the PC games. So I played, like, The Lion King, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, A Bug's Life. The Bug's Life one was, like, the trippiest, like, creepiest one to me. Because it was, like, I don't know how to describe it. But it was, like... Looking back, on it, I'm like, it was kind of weird for some reason. I felt like it was weird. But um, whatchamacallit, so, you know, I played on PC. I just, I always preferred, like, console games more. Um, but I will say I probably was a little, like, resistant to change of technology. Because <laughs> I remember when they started doing, like, widescreen TVs, and I was like, this sucks. So it's like, it's like half the screen. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: remember, speaking of that, do you remember going to check out a movie, like going to rent a movie, right? And they mm-hmm. had two different versions, and one would be the full screen mode, and one would be wide yes. y- yes. and accidentally grabbing the wide
0: screen and being pissed off about it? Yes, yes. especially because like for me, right? We... Like, we didn't get widescreens in my, like, house for a long time. Like, everyone was getting widescreens, and we didn't. Like, my TV in my room was still the little square box, and then my parents still had their, like, square uh TVs because they have this, like, whole ca- – you've seen it, the whole cabinet set. Yeah, yeah. So – So widescreen TVs really didn't fit into the cubbyhole that was made for a square TV. So it's like we had square TVs for much longer than like other people did. So it got really frustrating when then the only option then was the widescreen. And it's like, God damn it.
1: (laughs) You're like, I don't want this at all.
0: Oh please if you want to know about like frustration with new technology and shit my grandparents were so pissed when Best Buy stopped selling VHS tapes like oh, when they would go to when they would go to rent a movie not rent a movie I'm sorry buy a movie and they'd be like where's the VHS like you know section and they'd be like oh no sorry it's all DVDs now and they're like we don't have a DVD player We only have a VHS player.
1: (laughs) Like what? You know what what felt wrong and it was so weird looking back on it is uh, GameStop. I went in there the other day and they're like, "Don't sell." um, They stopped selling really selling like uh, PS4. I mean PS3 games, and I was like, "Never thought I would see the day." And I I was
0: like, "That one." I had that when GameStop stopped stop, stop selling PS2 games. <laughs> when I walked in and I was like, can't wait to buy. And I'm like, where's the PS2 section? And they're like, it's been years since the PS3 came out. We're It's PS3. And I'm like, just staring at them like, no.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like sad when we used to have like retro like a retro game seller, right? And mm-hmm. uh you know, they eventually went out and pissed, and I was like, man, you can't find any of those. And then, you know, the Internet became a thing. But, you know, back then, you're like, what do you mean? Where am I going to get these games at now?
0: There was a, a – so in Yonkers, I forget what the store was called, but there was another video game store. They were independent. I forget. and But they were around for, a, I want to say, at least five or six years, right? And yeah. they sold – um, a lot of, like, games you'd never heard of. And then they sold, like, PS2. They sold frickin' original Nintendo games. Like, they also sold the new ones because back then I think, like, the PS3 had just come out. So they sold those games as well, but they sold a lot of the older games too. And you're like, thank you, because GameStop stopped selling these things, and I still want to frickin' play. Like, what if you, you know, have a console, but you either lose... A game, or it gets damaged, and you're like, I'd still play this. <laughs> there has to be some that are still in circulation. I can put your disdain for them. <laughs> I hate a GameStop because of the fact that I remember, um, what console was it that I was getting rid of? Not any of the older ones because I'm a nostalgic fucking person, so I wouldn't get rid of anything like that. I think I was like getting rid of my Wii because I never used it, and I was trying to get rid of all the Wii games, and I had a lot from, you know, like my mom buying me games and stuff, like for Christmas and stuff, and I remember I had at least, like, probably eight or something, maybe a few more, and games are not cheap, and you go into GameStop, and it's like you're you're sitting there expecting to walk away with, like, at least $60, and they're like, all right, so we'll give you five dollars. It's like what for one of them? It's like no, for like all ten of these. And it's like <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I'm I going to hear it. I worked at GameStop. I I, I got enough of a chewing every time. I'm like this is so <laughs> it's all automated. It's not my fault. There was a,
0: there was a hot second where GameStop, at least the one in Yonkers was accepting cell phones and I remember yeah, it's like do. okay right and I was trying to sell them a phone that you know the phone costs at least like $200 or something and they're like $13 and it's like what <laughs> you <get> what snip- <laughs> I listen I don't get snippy of people who get paid minimum wage right for like shit that they can't control because I do know that it's not them who makes the rules. It's the corporate and fuckers. You feel it on but, the inside? but you still sit there like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's like I somehow want to blame you, but I know that I'm not going to blame you because it's not your fault. But damn, I really want to say something right now.
1: <laughs> I, right, right. At that point, you just want to be her. And you're like, I just like motherfuckers.
0: but um, oh my god we could probably go down these trips on memory lane forever but you know we gotta get into the actual top 10 and you know that I always have to give our good friends over at Stranger Damies a shout out who by the way have a like sister podcast called the Game Vault Podcast who stream on Twitch Um, so if you like video games first of all you should definitely be watching Brittany and you should also be watching Game Vault Podcast but our friends over at Stranger Damies. They're a D&D podcast from the Main Damie family of podcasts. Uh, Main Damie is Aunt, Dan, and Mark. They do another podcast called They Call This a Movie, which I am absolutely a huge fan of. But if you are into D&D, make sure you check them out over at Stranger Damies, both on Twitter and Instagram. They're a lot of fun. They're on their second campaign. They put a lot of work and effort into what they do. They stream every Wednesday night so please make sure you go check them out tell them that Tia and Brittany said hi and let's get into this top 10 so Brittany what is your number 10 on our top 10 favorite video game characters
1: now I'm like let me see I because I'm so okay I'm gonna start out small before I get into like the more hard-hitting characters okay yeah absolutely
0: I, I love Kirby I was gonna put curry in. I never <laughs> sorry. You want me to change mine? I could no,
1: change.
0: No, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, no, no. Go for it.
1: It's so pink. And my thing is, like, as a kid, I always loved the games, right? Because who doesn't like just eating people and, like, gaining their powers? Like, I was, a kid. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with because, like, you know, it was before the internet, right? And I was yeah. like, I wanna they eat this, you know, what will they get? What would be the power? And I just went on an eating spree trying to figure out what kind of good shit I was gonna get from it. And even as was an adult, you know, playing Super Smash Brothers, I'm like always what and I'm like, I wanna play Kirby Which Aaron <laughs> loves playing Kirby. We we we've uh it, I tried to say I was the better Kirby and you know what? I wasn't the better Kirby, Tia, but I still like like, Go ahead. No, you're good. I still like the boy Kirby. I don't know. It's like you know, he's like such like a mysterious like what he actually is, but there's just I don't know. There's something adorable about him. I like the like the way he just sucks in air because I think we've all felt like Kirby like at least once in our <laughs> lives. It's like, I too like to eat all the things, Kirby. Thank you. Thank you for relating with me. But I don't know. I know it's such a small one, but looking back, like, I, I probably would get a Kirby tattoo. I would like a Nintendo-themed, like, tattoo, little escapade. That would be so
0: cute. I loved Kirby. Uh, again, as someone who owned an N64, still owns an N64, loved the N64. Kirby was my go-to game. Like, I got introduced to Kirby through uh, Super Smash Brothers, right? Um, Yeah. Which, and as you said, you're like, ooh, Who's he going to turn into? What powers is he going to, like, imitate in everything? And I loved it. I thought it was so cute whenever you're, like, going. You're like, all right, Kirby, let's go. You, um, do you remember uh, Go-Go Gadget? You're like, Go-Go Kirby. <laughs> like, what oh, do we got, God. you know? <laughs> we
1: didn't do like, uh, t- and best childhood television shows growing up. Yes. Like, oh, duck- my God. And then, like, you know, Go-Go Gadget. I'm like yes, that's what I need. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you know me. I'm like the nostalgia queen, but and then so on the N64, I got the separate Kirby game, which I love That game. I don't have you played the N64 Kirby? Uh, Dreamland. M- maybe that's what's called. I don't know if it had like a specific name, but all I know is that I, as a kid, at least, I loved like you're going into space there's a galaxy there's all these like wonderful um you know worlds and everything and i i loved it because it felt so big and so mystical even for being in the 90s
1: i'm trying to think of which one it would have been because um i remember when i would go over to ansley's house we would play kirby all day long by the way let me tell you something real quick on that note we yeah. look like dreamland right uh-huh. and I think it was Kirby Dreamland and we we were like okay you know me her and her brother you know we were young we were like what like 13 right and we're like okay let's all pick, pick an element and that way we, when we get like see what it swallows we can become something really cool and I remember I was so excited because we kept finding all the elements and I was like okay it's to mine and it was like the shittiest one because everyone was like getting the cool like like the lightning powers and shit and I was like okay what's going to be mine and then I don't remember what what it was but the I still to this day since the disappointment I had from that moment and I just needed you to know oh <laughs> uh,
0: um the I'm sending it to you now like obviously over text people can't see this sorry guys but um freaking it was Kirby the Crystal Shards was was called. I don't know if that, like, brings up a memory or anything, but that I loved. That was the one I got on the N64, and I just (laughs) love playing Kirby.
1: That was actually the one. That was the one. That was the one. Because you could combine them, remember?
0: I, I, I don't think I owned Kirby Dream Land, so I don't know if I could do that you know what I'm saying
1: um, I'm trying to think um, that one was the one I was talking about it wasn't Dreamlands it was Crystal it. Um, yeah, a- I loved it
0: I love that freaking game I love Kirby Kirby definitely deserves to be the number 10 on this list
1: I know he's just adorable and it's like yeah he's not like really far up there I don't know. He just was always so cute. I liked him. I like what no. I like. Well,
0: listen, we're easily um, pleased, I guess, because that was definitely all the reasons I loved Kirby. I'm like, he's cute. He eats everything. And then when you eat someone, you can gain their powers. Yeah, I I like that. I'm here yeah, for it. 10-10. I too <laughs> I, I
1: felt like I wanted to eat people.
0: Yeah. don't say that too loud Brittany
1: <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but, that uh, kind of podcast
0: <laughs> but yes Kirby definitely love it number 10 I'm gonna go with number 9 okay so you're gonna think this is so weird and this definitely falls into like why do you like this character I don't know I just like what I like and that's and you it like what you okay. like I like what I like. And you're gonna laugh so hard because I feel like I am such the minority of people who like this character, but I'm gonna just pick Waluigi. Don't care.
1: <laughs> I like Waluigi. No, that's such nowadays. I just I maybe it's the Italian in you, Tia. You just like the <laughs> bad Italian guys.
0: I so like on the N sixty four, right? You obviously had Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, um, you know, whatever, m- Mario everything, right? Yeah. And they and they had freaking, like, Waluigi, and I didn't know that there was, like, a Waluigi. I knew that there was a who other one. Now I forgot. Wario, War- right? Waluigi?
1: Wally- Actually, wasn't created until the I think like the first Mario Tennis. uh, Yes, because they needed a partner for Wario
0: right 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 so it's like obviously grew up knew about mario knew about luigi knew about wario but i was like who the hell is waluigi and i was like i don't know i fucking like loved playing as that character i played as because he was so angry (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry go ahead
1: I was just laughing. I was just love it because um, I still really like him. You know, he's not bad a lot. A lot of people are really pushing that they want to see him in a Super Smash Bros. game.
0: I love playing his character in Mario Kart. I love playing his character in Mario Tennis. Um, when they started doing like the Mario Kart where there's two people on the cart as opposed yeah. to one, and you could. Have- Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, I liked playing, though, where it was primarily, like, Waluigi driving, you know, and it's, like, I just liked this character. I loved his little, like, angry face and his, like, voice and everything, and, like how ridiculous that he was supposed to be like the counterpart to Luigi. I I don't know. I loved the character. Like I definitely loved Waluigi more than Wario. And it's like I never heard anyone talk about Waluigi because people are like, "Oh, Wario, obviously." And I'm like, "Give Waluigi some love."
1: <laughs> you know, uh, you want to hear something funny? Um oh, so, you know, you said you like double dash, right? Where you could play two people. Mhm. That came out on GameCube.
0: Well, again, my friend Jeanette had a GameCube, and Jeanette's mom Jean was one of my mom's closest friends. And you know, when I say was, she unfortunately passed away a few years ago. It's not like that of falling out, but you know, Jeanette and I were not like, raised raised together because we met each other in third grade, but. Practically from third grade on to freaking like high school and everything. I mean, geez, like we spent a lot of time with each other, especially when our moms wanted to hang out at Jean's house. And it's like, okay, mom's like, all right, well, I'll go hang out with Jean. I'll bring Tia. All right, go fuck off and hang out with Jeanette. And what <laughs> would we do? We play her we GameCube. So, you know, I played GameCube a lot, but just not in my house because I didn't have one. But I played it a lot in her house.
1: What a shame that you couldn't have the best system that ever existed
0: in oh this world. <laughs> I- Wait, can I? Okay. So so you know how I'm so, like, it, I guess it's being apparent that I'm so against, like, change when it comes to, like, you technology. You want
1: phobic when it comes to video
0: games. <laughs> you know what it was that freaked me out about the GameCube? That, oh. that they weren't using cartridges. I was like, where's the cartridge? <laughs> it's, like, yeah, what do you mean- <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? It's like, what do you mean? It's a disc. I was like, where's the cartridge? How am I supposed to, like, slam it into the freaking game? How am I supposed to get that satisfaction of, like, er.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know what I've learned about you? What? You know, I, I love having weird friends. I take pride in it. I think you're just a little too weird for me. I think I'm just gonna come through it. you just didn't like that I had a disc. So many games
0: to go. I didn't like that <laughs> I had a disc, and I didn't like the controller. You're <laughs> um, so cute. I, I, you know, I did. Um, every, you know how, like, as you grow up, they say, you know, back in the day, you shouldn't have blown on the cartridges it's like man that freaking original n64 we were constantly like oh it's fucking up again take it out you know <laughs> all right, put right back. In.
1: <laughs> oh it'll God. be
0: fine just so just so fucking fun. blow on it it's fine
1: <laughs> ever, speaking of like tvs do you remember when they would get like those static lines and you would slap the top of it and it would go away and do you like oh my the God. That that was just the thing. Nobody was like, well, I don't want it to have that. I can't believe, you know, they sold me a TV that gets these static lines. Like, no, we just left the fuck out of
0: it. We were so accepting of, like, technological flaws back then. Like, now people are like, oh, my God, there's a two-second wait of low time on my phone now. And I'm going to go berserk. And, like, back then, it's like AOL booting up. How long has it been? Um, Ten minutes. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad waiting time. It's like, yeah, I know. It's not taking that long at all.
1: (laughs) God, I remember, like, being so desperate. I can't remember what I was trying to do as a kid. But I so badly wanted to do something. I'm just sitting there like, "Is, is it working yet? is it, is it working? And then your mom would be like, I got to get
0: on the, I got to get on the the phone. And you're like, no, my, so, um, in our house, we didn't have that. Right. But my aunt and uncle did. And they used, and like, my cousins used to be so pissed when it's like, they'd be on the computer. Right. And then someone would call the house phone and it knocked them off of the internet. It's like, no, (laughs) Um, freaking what you calls it no I love like again as you get older they're like you know you're not supposed to hit your technology and I'm like what do you mean you're not supposed to hit your technology how did you get it to work back then
1: <laughs> technology was key to you back then it just wanted to be
0: <laughs> oh man I we slapped the shit out of our TVs our computers it's like oh hang on just give it a, give it a quick whack oh okay it's fine it's fine now Uh <laughs> So oh my God! Uh, yeah. Oh, Brittany, no! Don't don't do it! Don't do it! Not on my top ten. I uh- was <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: just gonna say it was the Italian and you that like to whack things.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> I was gonna say one last thing. Um, I don't know if you ever used uh, lime wire. But for those
1: who are listening. I think I tried to. I think I tried to.
0: All right. So for all of my older millennials out there who are listening, LimeWire trying to download something, and it's like five songs will take three hours, four hours. And you'd be like, okay, I'll come back to it. And like now you'd be like just dragging something over to like the cloud. And if it doesn't do it within two seconds, you're like, why is this taking so long?
1: (laughs) But it's like. you know, with me interning at the IT department, right, for my college, one thing that's really gotten me is, like, we've been ba- backing up the data for the computers, right? And, mm-hmm. like, you got to remember, it's like, when we're backing up these professors' computers, it's like gigabytes, pump gigabytes, like, you know, like, just a shit ton of, like, data, right? And, um... Probably at least like a hundred, a hundred or so. You know, like it's just it's backing up a lot. Even though that doesn't sound like a lot, because it really isn't in the thick of things. But you know, just backing up yeah. stuff to videos, and it'll do it in like fifteen minutes. And then, like, one of them messed up, but one of them was like, it's going to take 300 hours. And we were instantly <laughs> like, that can't be right. But, you know, back then, we like, well, sir, I'm going to
0: need you to not touch your computer for the next 300 hours. I remember sometimes when you were trying to download something, and it would, it would say, like, 60 hours, and you'd be, like, sitting there, like, alright, I guess I'll do something. And getting excited when it goes down and says uh, only 10 hours, you're like, great, cool, it's it's going faster now. <laughs>
1: you know, I You would, like, pause and unpause just to see if it was, like, actually yes. doing what it was supposed to.
0: Yes. All yeah. the time. I'll say, I
1: still do that.
0: <laughs> one last, like, thing of, like, nostalgia here, right? So, I... Um, you know, I'm 31, right? Obviously, but freaking my mom had like a computer in the house earlier than I want to say a lot of my friends because her job actually, my mom worked for Texaco for years, right? For decades, yes. and there came a point where Texaco actually gave their employees new home computers every two years so for a while shit. when my mom when my mom was working at texaco you know we got like the latest um windows you know update that's a fucking every-
1: sweet gig holy shit.
0: Te- my mom always says texaco is very good to her um but my whole point in saying that is that like i remember backing things up on a floppy disk even be, not for a whole it wasn't it wasn't a huge amount of time before then we got into CDs but i was freaking going through my mom like when i moved out and a few years after my mom said hey can you come over and you still have some things here go through them and i found a few floppy disks from say 2001 2003 and the on the floppy disk it says like some my fan fiction is on fucking floppy disk and I'm like I want to read this shit so badly where can I find something that reads a floppy disk
1: (laughs) right That's it. You know, it's funny coming from, you know, one of the guys at work, you know, he's 50, which isn't old, but, you know, he really was at the height of, like, technology, like the halt and catch fire kind of air. And he said it. He was like, man, he goes, I miss those days. He goes, it really was like the wild, wild west. He's like, I have my floppy disk. I remember getting a floppy disk that had a certain amount of space on it. And I was like, man, I'm not going to be able. It was like probably like eight megs, right? Like it was <laughs> sort of, like tiny. And he's like, man, he's like, I sat there and went, there's no way I'm going to use all this space. And, you know, it's funny, <laughs> this is from California. So you can only imagine like the fucking like rumble that was going on. And I was just like, man, I was like, I wish I could have been there for that.
0: It reminds me of, um, remember in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when at the, I don't know if you remember, but at the, at the end of the movie, remember Peter's, um like, cassette, you know, player got damaged, and so at the end of the movie, um oh god, what's his name, Kraglin, you know, Yandu's like, right-hand man, gives freaking Peter Quill a zune, and he's like, it's, he's like you could put music on it. It's what it's what the earthlings are using now. It's it can hold up to four hundred songs and Peter Quill's like, What? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. But that So how good. But that's how it was back in the day. Like when I um iPods first came out, it was like this can hold two hundred and fifty songs and you were like Bro, that's so much. It's Holy so much. shit. <laughs> oh, man. It makes me feel t- truly as the definition of going, you kids these days don't know.
1: <laughs> you, that's like my little brother, you know. I forget sometimes because I'm like, oh, we're only eight years apart. And I'm like, that's a, that's a good amount of time. That's
0: It makes that's- it difference
1: yeah uh, me and tia wouldn't know even though it's not that <laughs> much of a difference but you get what i mean <laughs> like, i'm not to be 27 so what we're like we're four,
0: four years apart, apart. Yeah, yeah yeah it sometimes yeah. makes a difference yeah I was, I was gonna say it sometimes makes a difference but anyway um yeah so waluigi was my number nine Brittany, what is your number eight
1: I'm gonna go with. Let me see here, because I always get torn on what I'm wanting to do. You know me. Um, uh-huh. That I pulled that out of Tia's book. She's like, you know me. So, you know is very me. Tea- Okay, I'm gonna go with. Um, this one's gonna be kind of a. I'm kind of getting like my my gimmies out there before I get into the ones I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Link from Zelda.
0: Oh, such a classic character. Was that love on it. your list too? No, because okay. I never really played the, the Zelda games.
1: I always just love the set. Like, I have never played a Zelda game that I did not like. And that that, for me, is so rare to find a game like that. And I, what I think I really liked about Link is that he never speaks. Yeah, he goes, he goes, ha, ah, yeah. You know, he does a <laughs> little guttural, like, sound, right? but he never speaks. And there was something always so fascinating about that. Or, like, oh, he's the normal guy. And, you know, because, you know, they're stuck in this curse, right, where mm-hmm. they're they're cursed to repeat the cycle over and over again. And that's why we go you know, keep having games because they're reborn and it always ends the same way like this. And I don't know. I just like link because I love his little pointy ears. I always wanted to do like, like a female link. Uh, and, but it was always funny. It was like, you know, Zelda. And it's like, no, it's link. And it's like, why is it called Zelda? Then Zelda pops up for five seconds. I remember that was really
0: confusing
1: as a kid and you know it was so, confusing like, like, to me. <laughs> do, you, do you ever like out where somebody was like who's the main character of Zelda and they're like almost testing you to see if you actually liked video games? Like having test <laughs> your knowledge. I
0: I never had that moment where someone said that, but I remember being severely confused because I w- said to myself, I always thought that Link was Zelda. I'm like, because the video game is called Legends of Zelda. Obviously, the guy running around in the freaking, you know, green suit is Zelda. Duh. And it's like, uh-huh. no, Tia. No.
1: We just doubted. If somebody would have said, their name is Zelda, you'd be like, yeah, understandable. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know if it's some more of a you know a female name. we would have been like, Yeah, okay, thanks, um." <laughs> But I don't know, I just, I really always enjoyed the games. I like his character, you know, I do like that he's silent, you know, you have where he's like, he has the Triforce, which I think he has the Triforce of Courage, and then, you know, Zelda has the Triforce of Wisdom, and then Ganon has the Triforce of Power, which Ganon, you know, I I can kind of put those in together, I love Ganon, I love that he's an evil motherfucker, you know why I love evil <laughs> characters. I do not care. You know, he probably jump-started part of the, the villain kink that I've developed. I won't lie. I played a lot of Zelda <laughs> games. I, uh, I take don't, I don't like your judgment. I don't even care.
0: No, girl. You know, I don't. I don't judge. I was just gonna say. Um, I really only ever played Link. Um, in Super Smash Brothers, because he was in Super really? Smash Brothers. Yeah, Link what? was in Super Smash Brothers, and that was the only time I think I've ever played Legend of Zelda, like Link, or anything like that. Like Pauly's played Ocarina of Time, and I've watched it, but physically have never played a Legends of Zelda game.
1: Tia, you would be obsessed <laughs> for all the things, all the fan fiction times we had. You would have loved it. Oh, my. loved
0: it. Loved it. <laughs> like, like,
1: uh, but not Game of Thrones. <laughs> I got that video, boy.
0: I'm trying
1: to don't come for me. I'm trying to sell it to Tia in a way that she can digest it.
0: Oh my God. Um I don't know why I was just it never into it, but I never had a problem with that if it made if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. No, I just I don't know. And I know it's kinda like it's kind of my smaller ones because it's more of the nostalgia for me. And like I said, yeah. it's very rare for me to play a game. Like, my favorite games of all time have all been normally Zelda games. Like, I love Twilight Princess. I know um, a Wind Waker doesn't give as much love as it should, but I love it. Um, then it's like, you have know, Ocarina of Time. I actually did an Ocarina of Time randomizer, which... Uh, made all the, uh, items you get in the game to complete the game, it puts them in, uh, not the right areas, uh, so it took a very long time to complete, especially since I had never played the game up until that point, because Ocarina of Time was one I didn't, you know, play as a child, because, uh, kind of hard to get a hold of the N64 when your brother is, uh, guarding it.
0: Um... Didn't you play a, a Legends of Zelda game, not on the randomizer, right, because when You were like playing it to defeat it. Was it Ocarina of Time, or was it Majora's Mask?
1: ocarina of time is the one that I was playing as a randomizer. I started it before uh before I was like had dedicated to making it a randomizer and then everybody wanted me so badly to do a randomizer. I said, "Okay, I'll go ahead and do it." And I was so mm. fucking lost. Like, no, no
0: i was <laughs> like, watched what? you a few <laughs> times. You were so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> me
1: stressed? I've never been stressed. To you. I don't know who you Never. Think you, are. you
0: don't know me. No, I love that you put Link down because Link is a very nostalgic character that people know. Um, people again someone like me who's never played the games, I know the titles. I know Wind Waker. I know Majora's Mask. I know Ocarina of Time. I know freaking Link. I know Zelda, you know, and all that shit. Um, So it's it's just one of those characters and those franchises that I feel as if transcends, like, what you played or stuff like that, you know? You still know.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, I get you.
0: Yeah. So I love it. Link definitely deserves to be on this list as the number eight. I'm going to hit the number seven. And this character isn't going to be, like, as big of a character, but I wanted to put her down because of, like, when I first discovered the character, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the character is Samus because... Oh, shit. So, again, uh, Super Smash Brothers on the N64, the original, um you know playing Samus and everything, I thought Samus was a boy because I didn't know anything I about the character, and you know she 's in this big like bulky suit and everything like I, and you know you just assume that it's a, a boy right yeah. so then if you're if you play as Pikachu or if you 're fighting against Pikachu in Super Smash Brothers, and Pikachu zaps you as Samus, and you pause the screen, you'll literally see that there's a girl inside the suit. And I remember as a kid seeing that, like, wait, Samus is a girl? I was like, girl. that's so cool. I was like, that's so cool. She's a girl. And she has this big, huge thing of armor, and she's fighting. Oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> it, was like,
1: it was like, as a kid, when, like, and not to be like, all just going, that's still. So- there just wasn't a lot of like female heroes in games. You know what I mean? They were always
0: like the ones being saved. No, exactly. You know, I mean, Legends of Zelda, freaking, you know, uh, Mario Brothers. Right? It's all saving the princess. And so when you're, like, younger and you're seeing, you know, we grew up in eras of gender norms and shit like that. And when you're a young girl and you're seeing, like, oh, my God, it's a girl. She's fighting. This is fucking epic. Like, I I was stoked. I remember when I first saw that and I was like, then suddenly I wanted to play a Samus all the time. And I did buy um when i had the wii i did buy her games i think what was them metroid or something and i played them a little but the but the you know the control for wii was weird for me i wasn't used to it
1: no i agree i even though i'm very fond of the wii and you know those times were really good to me it was fucking weird it was really
0: fucking weird I also just felt as if the sensory thing never picked up as well as it should have, so I don't know. Um, so I didn't play it as that much, but I still wanted to give this character onto the list as one of my favorites, just because I remember how cool that was. I remember how cool that was discovering that Samus was a girl, and I loved how, I loved how she rolled. Remember, she would like literally go in a little ball and like roll. And I was like, and so when then I played Super Smash Brother, what was it? Melee or Brawl, the one for the GameCube. um, I just loved fucking playing as her because then she'd go as this little ball. Like, and I'm like, I love this. (laughs)
1: Like, you know, for me, it's like, I I know this is going to sound silly, you know, it's like. I, it it brings me back, I guess it's like a lot of my love for video games is so tied to my older brother, because, you know, he was the one that got me into it, I probably wouldn't be the person I am today, if he wouldn't have been like, games are cool, we're playing fucking video games, because I wouldn't have probably, I probably, you know, I probably would have pushed me to be a little more like, oh yeah, be more like, you know, of the, the, back in those days, it's like, it was very like, boy toys, girl toys, right?
0: yeah I I probably would have
1: unless I had a friend or something I probably wouldn't have done it and I remember with uh with Samus my brother coming up to me and he's like do you know that that's a girl and I was like that's so badass he's like yeah you want to see pictures and I just thought that was like but you know thinking back I'm like oh that meant a lot to me my brother wanted to see me excited that you know there was this girl inside the suit and so for me I'm Like, on that nostalgia part, I'm like, that's really nice, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. I totally feel you with that. It's not so much as, like, that I really played her specific games as much. It's just that feeling that I had growing up and how cool it was. And, like, I don't want to say how important it was for me, but also, you know, kind of important. You're just like, because... It's so much uh, – and even to this day, you know, people kind of regard video games as, like, a male space. So when you're a kid and you're a girl, seeing this character who's so badass and, you know, not, like, a princess or anything like that, um, it, it resonates with you. It really yeah. resonates. And this comes from someone, like, growing up where I was like, I loved – any like woman who broke the gender barriers like Grace Jones, Annie Lennox, and everything, any like woman back then who I was like they're breaking the barriers I loved, and I think that's how I also felt with like samus like you know how i lo- how much I love the Mulan animated movie for those very reasons. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, and I think, you know, you've been that way since even I'd known you. It's like you've been very like, this is the way, you know, that you believe and want it to be. And it's like, and how important that's been to you. So it would make sense, you know. Um, oh, there's something I was going to say on that note about, oh, video games. <laughs> Oh, you know, even with Twitch nowadays, it's like, I'm not saying this is right, because it's just saying, like, for the stereotype that it is, right, just for an mm. example, it's like, um, I, every now and then, when somebody comes in stream and they're like, oh, I can't believe there's actually a girl playing video games, you know, girls are only doing the just chatting, which isn't video games, is where you, it's more like a, not like a vlog style, but, you know, more of, like, chatting, like a a... It's. I'm trying to think. I and I get what it is. I've I've
0: seen it before.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know if you had seen it before because I know you get on Twitch with me and everything. But well, uh, I
0: seen, like YouTube commentary videos talking because unfortunately, like you know, some of those Twitch streamers who do those are. <sighs> I hate to say this, but. You've probably seen the compilation of the ones who sit there and who are like, you can't donate $5. And it's like, what are oh, you doing? You're funny. just talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love all that shit. But, uh, you know, but even on that front, and I'm not saying it's right of them because it's not, but it's just like somebody being like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a girl who plays video games. And it's like, yeah, it's Twitch. You know, I like video games like a normal person.
0: Yeah, I mean, girls have been playing video games forever. It's just like that was always you don't belong in this space sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, there was even a freaking um SVU episode like that. Oh, I remember maybe like that. 5 seasons ago. <laughs> and I'm like, holy yeah. shit, but um whatchamacallit. it Yeah, I love Samus. Um I just I like her character a lot. And by the way, that would be a great live-action, um, either show or or movie. Like, uh, I feel like you would have an audience for that. But that's just me. Um, let's move on to the number six. Brittany, what do you got for us?
1: I have, let me see here. I have uh, Amaterasu from Okami. So I had this big obsession when I was younger. The flaking wolves. I was the wolf girl. I wasn't like a wolf girl, but I really fucking loved wolves. You, you know the kind of shit I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I remember, Okami originally came out, I think, on the PS2. But I didn't get to play it on the PS2. I think it came out on the PS2. And so, was it the Wii or did it come out on the GameCube? I'm trying to remember. Either way, um, it was about there's this white wolf. Basically, I'm trying to think of the, like, give you the quick synopsis. Basically, Nippon, which is Japan, and how, you know, this great, uh, I think it was like Orochimaru, uh, you know, the snake with, uh, was it six heads? It was six heads or eight heads. I can't remember. And how it would demand this village to sacrifice a maiden uh, every, like, certain amount of years, and how there was this hero who, you know, his love gets sacrificed to this monster and he goes to fight it and he's aided by a white wolf and the white wolf ends up dying. And I, I can't remember what the white wolf's name was at that time.
0: Um, What'd you say? I was making a stupid joke. I was like, Bucky Barnes.
1: Barnes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know, the white wolf ends up dying. Well, he gets reincarnated because it turns out you know all this uh, i spoiler uh just i'm doing spoilers either way basically you do kind of figure out for some beginning um amaterasu is the sun god she is the mother of all gods and amaterasu is the sun goddess and she you know took takes the form of this wolf and you um each like you learn how to like you use like drawing as a text like I could draw a little bomb which would be a circle with like a little tab in it to like show it was like a bomb with like a little you know stem and it would make a bomb pop up on the screen and I remember thinking it's so cool because the story never gets old to me I have played this game like a hundred times to you. I have beaten it a million times I just I love it because I love Amaterasu because she never speaks you never see her you know goddess form because she's in the form of this wolf but the characters are so cool around it and the whole art style is like calligraphy you know it's like very Mm -hmm. like that very artistic japanese style art and it's so gorgeous and you fall in love with the characters and it's like you do almost find yourself getting like choked up at times over if there was something emotional or you know somebody's fucking you over you know you're just trying to save people but yeah, so I just love Amaterasu. I wish, you know, there was another game. You know, they made, uh, chi- uh, I think it was like chibi Uh but it was basically like Amaterasu's son, you know, trying to do it, and he was like a little puppy. But I don't know. As a kid, I was just I was so obsessed with this freaking white wolf and, like, your god powers that you could develop throughout the game. I, it was so nostalgic for me. And But, yeah
0: the other night when i tuned into your twitch stream you mentioned okami
1: because i always like get so torn on what i want to play and uh the fucking loser in me wants to replay this game i've replayed a million (laughs) times
0: i was like (laughs) i mean why not i'm sure people would be into it and i would love to see um the style, because you've talked about it like a lot, and I've never heard of this game before, or seen anything about it. Um, so it would be like interesting to kind of see what it is. I but, um, really appreciate the art style. I probably would. I mean, it sounds really interesting for a video game, you know, because you don't see maybe that being implemented as much for a playable um art form.
1: Yeah, because I think, like, the calligraphy, like, having a game where you could, like, draw with, like, your joystick on something was so cool, but I hated playing it on the Wii, because you had to draw with the fucking Wii controller, and I hated
0: it. I fucking... This is why I hated the Wii controller. I hated it so, 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 so much. Um, I didn't understand why Nintendo went from the GameCube to the Wii, like, so out of left field, and to not even give you the option of having a regular controller. Well,
1: I think, like, uh, they had a big thing where they were really wanting to push for children to be active, and so they were like, oh, we'll force them to have to move while playing video games, and I'm like, I get it, I respect it, but I hate it.
0: <laughs> but I hate it. Um, I just got Brittany's picture. She just sent me a picture of Taranto, and that's gorgeous. Yeah, like I just love the whole. Yeah, I you you've inspired me. I've got to play it to you. <laughs> <laughs> You should, you should. Again, I'm sure that you would have plenty, like, you have always your loyal base. Listen, let's take a second to plug Brittany, right? She is on Twitch. She streams probably every fucking night for, like, hours. She's very active with her chat. She's fun. And if you donate to her, she'll literally dress up like a furry and start dancing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Just break with the podcast.
0: You know, we've had a good run. Once year, do we have a year anniversary yet? Do you realize that, girl? I think we've been doing this for two years (laughs) Oh no! I wasted so much time. (laughs) <laughs> every week two hours of my life has gone okay. to this
1: <laughs> oh my god you know where like i imagine when we die god just holds up the sign that like shows like where we spent all of our time and i'm gonna go why why did i do this oh that was oh, tough. of all
0: people Ugh. wow wow you know what i take it back i don't don't go to Twitch and support her. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I love your, your streams. They're great. I wish I was, like, more into gaming so that I could, like, appreciate. But I appreciate you. <laughs> um, what did you say? You
1: need to start streaming the podcast or something. You need You need to
0: get on Twitch. I don't know, I don't know about that But um, yeah, I love that you put this character Because I've heard you talk about this game, Okami Amaterasu And it's like, I can tell that this is one of like your favorite games And that this character means a lot to you Which is why it's great that we're doing the top 10 favorite characters As opposed to the top 10 best characters Because then we could just get really personal about it
1: what did you say I'm saying like i I, I, I was basically repeating what you said i thought I agree <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cool, awesome, love it um let's get to number five. I will forewarn you, Brittany, that my number five and my number one are both from the same video game franchise mm-hmm. um and my number – no, it's not the one you think. <laughs> that will be the next one. But uh, my number five, the reason why I'm putting her down is she is legitimately one of my favorite characters from this video game franchise, but also reasons why are very similar as to why I love Samus. Now, you know, Brittany, you know me. Apparently, that's my thing about saying. We've done a podcast before saying, like, video games we'd like to see, you know, in in live action, right? And I have definitely put down FX Tricky before. And, and if you know me, uh, I love FX Tricky. And so the character's name is Zoe Payne. Let me give you a quick background, right? For those who don't know about this franchise, I hope people know about this franchise. I think more people know about it than I give credit for because anytime I tweet about it, it gets a lot of engagement. And I'm like, all right, you guys are out there. You guys are out there. Um, So, whatchamacallit, Zoe Payne is one of the characters that was there from, like, the first SSX game. But the game that I love the most in the franchise is SSX Tricky. Even though I played, like, the first SSX Tricky, the third, the fourth, the one that came out in 2012, which was the last one. But Zoe was always around. And the reason why I love Zoe Payne is she was a tomboy. Like, she had muscles, It was the first time that I had seen like a girl, especially portrayed in like fiction that had biceps, like legit guns, right, as biceps. And so it's like she had biceps, she put like she had tattoo, like visible arm tattoos, she put on like war paint and everything, and she was very like laid back and all that and like really active and sporty and shit. And I was like so obsessed with Zoe. I was like, I want to be Zoe, even though I have no desire to work (laughs) anything like that um but i love this character just because she was so fun and she was just like because the thing with ssx is i just love the development too of the game like to me the gameplay was fun the world that they built for it was fun because they easily could have just been like all right it's a snowboarding game so here's characters and here's like the you know the courses It's like, no, they gave every, especially in SSX Tricky, they gave every character a background. They gave literally like a questionnaire sheet where they would ask them questions and they would answer like the characters, right? They gave them backstories. And then as the characters, you would, you know, if you um, were, you know, in the row, next to either a friend or an enemy you would interact with that person and then at the end of the race you'd either say interact with your friend or if you'd like shove someone a bunch of times you'd like interact with them so it was just it was so great to me and it's like i loved her characters or and she loved the ramones like there would be there would be uh gameplay where you're like snowboarding and she'd be like joey ramon this one's for you uh, oh, <laughs> it's like i and i'm like i love that she was like friends with like these two characters that it, she's just so great i loved her she's such a tomboy i was a tomboy back in the day like i liked wearing you know Baggy shirts and cargo pants and boots and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I fucking had a pair of trip pants. All right, they were my prized possession trip pants because nice. back so. they cost a lot of money. Like they were at least seventy five, a hundred dollars at Hot Topic. And if you're a fifteen year old, you don't have fucking money. So it's like you got to beg your parents. So it's. it's to own a pair of trip pants was was pretty cool, <laughs> to me he at least.
1: You like looking back as an adult, you're like, yeah, it was so cool. But also, did we feed into the system by paying that much for a pair of pants that made us look like anarchists?
0: Oh my god, it was so funny because you know, around my age group and my friends, right? We'd be like fuck the system we love system of the down we write our a's and the anarchy a's and everything but we're going to go to hot topic where we're going to pay overpriced prices for shit that's like made in factories and you know stamped out corporate shit right and to come to find out that hot topic is owned by the gap and you know it's like a hot topic person you're As a hot topic person, you're like fuck people who shop at the Gap. They're so conformist. You know, we're rebels and blah blah blah. And then it's like they're owned by the same company, and you're just like, oh. You
1: know, there's probably some subgroup out there that was like, we only steal our pants because we're the ultimate anarchists. And it's like, (laughs) I'm, I'm sure there's one out there that was stealing a shit that I drip pants.
0: I told you that. I think we had a podcast a week or two ago where I said that I knew someone in high school. I mean, we were in like this kind of the same friend group, even though in her and I were never like friend, friends. She was fine. I had nothing wrong with her. It's just, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Sure. We would literally go to the mall. And she would have an empty backpack, right? Like, completely empty. She'd go into, like, Hot Topic Spencers, and we'd leave that day, and her backpack was completely full of crap that she stole. (laughs) She didn't pay for one fucking thing. It's just like what the fuck, but yeah, um, I love my pair of trip pants. I still have them. I can't fit uh-huh. in them anymore, but I still have them.
1: <laughs> you notice you're not a hoarder because you are very clean and you are very organized. But you, you definitely hold on to things that are like very sentimental to you. Like you still have all your systems. Shit, yeah. I was such like a kid. I probably sold off set. like Chibi Robo. Fuck, I love Chibi Chibi Robo, and I sat there and went. I'll never play this again, you know, it's fine, I'm going to trade it in so I can afford another game, and then looking back, I'm like, yeah, they're like $200, $300, and I desperately (laughs) want to
0: play that game now. I'm definitely a nostalgic person, which, like, I still live in the moment, right, because I believe that good things are to come, and to enjoy life as they're happening, right, but I also, it's like this thing made me happy. Why would I get rid of it? I don't know. Um, also, I just, I love the idea of keeping trip pants to, like, show my grandchildren one day to be like, look at what we wore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you Are you the... <laughs> the only yeah. <laughs> are you an alien? you an alien? Anyway, <laughs> that's why I loved... Zoe, she was, like, the epitome of, like, tomboy, like, the aesthetic of being anarchy and everything, and I just fucking loved her. Again, like, a character who you were just like, wait, she's, like, muscular, she's doing, like, push-ups, she's, like, arm wrestling with, like, the guys and shit, and you're like, you know, what the fuck, right? And it's one of those things where, like the guy characters in the game like loved her like as a friend you know they you know uh they wanted to hang out with her you know blah blah it wasn't one of those like you're a girl you know blah blah and like coming from our generation that grew up where you know we still had a lot of these like gender norms again like oh girls can't do this girls can't do that so when you're sitting there watching like how you know there was I don't know. I don't know how to describe it if I'm describing it correctly, but it was just something really cool to see.
1: And I know you love this game and the characters since, like, I met you, like, before I met you, but I'm just saying, like, you've always talked so fondly about it, of, like, all the stories you had from back then, how you loved how the characters interact. So it's like to have that many amazing characters and all their different stories to really be honed in on one character. And I think, you know, I think when we have favorite characters, they really do develop who we are when we're older because we find something in them that we like so much and would like to emulate, you know, that which I don't know what it says about me since I like Link and Kirby, which are two uh, <laughs> never speaking creatures and one eats a lot and the other goes goes, Yeah and just makes a lot of noise. So you know what? Maybe that's not too far from the truth. <laughs> but, I was so, definitely gonna yeah.
0: say I was definitely gonna say as like a kid, right? <laughs> I definitely was the type that I was like I'm going to arm wrestle some guys. You want to arm wrestle? I can go up against you. <laughs>
1: Dude, I, would, I, I used it when I was working out a lot, I'd, I'd ask the girls at like, the hall to like arm wrestle me. And I would was like, you're beating everyone. And then I'd get beaten. And I'd be like, now I want to get stronger. And then I would go over
0: again. And then I'm back to weak. Shitty shit for it. <laughs> oh my God, stop it. You stop. We we are not n- no. No. We are not uh accepting this sort of uh mentality right now. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. I I loved it. Zoe was in all of them. She was in the first one, SSX Tricky, the third one, and I loved how her character developed. Um yeah, I just really, 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 really loved her fucking character. And if you're a fan of the – I don't know one person who is a fan of SSX who dislikes Zoe. Like, do not know one person who was part of the fandom that was like, you know what? I thought she was kind of a shitty character. Like, every person now loved I her. i
1: find someone that hates Zoe.
0: I mean, I'm sure there was someone, but at least – listen. There was something anything she forums were really big back then. I know Reddit is kind of like a big forum, but this was before Reddit. And, um, you know, there was an SSX forum where the game developers literally interacted with the fans. You know, you had fanfiction.net and shit. I mean, it was like a lot. And I met both Amanda and Sarah friends who I'm still friends with to this day because of fucking SSX so you know <laughs> it's like, it's, like it's, long forming friendships yeah exactly exactly but um anyway let's move on to number four because before I re- anytime we talk like I get so excited to talk about SSX tricky but then I get so like oh man, I wish I was fucking like 14, 15 again, like just playing that constantly <laughs> yeah, funny. stop it, uh, go on to number four
1: <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, I always have trouble saying his name even though I love him. it's Kratos I always wanna say Kratos uh,
0: from God of War
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was um... Because I don't even hardly remember the original story anymore, but you take someone who, you know, I think like his father was, I think you originally think it's like, um, oh, what's his name, Uh, Ares, that his father is like the god of war, which I think it actually, which will, I think it actually turns out to be Zeus. But he's like a I dick. thought
0: that's what it was.
1: Yeah, like he ends up being like Zeus's son. But see, I didn't play a lot of the first and second one because I loved the third so much. But you know, you have that uh, Ares had him like become overcome with rage once he returned home to his wife and daughter, and he didn't know what happened. And when he kind of came to, he had killed both of his wife and his child. And uh, when they turn to ashes, their ashes gathered on his skin as his curse, right? And mm-hmm. that's why he looks the way he does, right? It's the ash of his family. Um, and, you know, it's him getting revenge against the gods for, you know, doing this to him. And, you know, you see all this rage in his heart of what he, you know, just oh, so overcome with it. And, you know, you go through all the games killing, like, all the gods, and when I say all of them, I mean all of them in very brutal, rough fashion. And, you know, it was just like it was so fascinating, like the cut scenes, you know, I really like that hack and slash style. But what I appreciated about Kratos is that, you know, he his deep voice, you know, he was very like he was like. A man's man, but in the sense of like everything a you would assume a man should be type. Even though he was so rageful because he was learning from it, right? So when mm-hmm. we go through God of War, uh, I try to remember which what I try to remember what it's actually called. Uh, you know, the newest one uh, because the, I think they kind of just started to reset back to just God of War, right? You know then how they'll do like make a bunch of games and then they revert back to the original name. But, um, you know, and it's him having a SS-
0: I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's exactly what, like, SSX did. The first one was called SSX. And then the fifth one that came out in 2012 is literally just called SSX 2012. And it's like, guys, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I guess I can't remember which, like, if it had a name beside it. But And what's funny is, like, I love that game. It's one of my favorite games I've played, but I'm just very forgetful. But, you know, Kratos has a son, you know, and very early on, you know, the little boy, you know, his wife dies of uh, some kind of just, you know, just dies. And their mm-hmm. whole thing is that they want to bring her ashes to the tallest mountain. And, you know, after he killed Zeus, he had a lot of regret from that and all that rage in him. And he's finding that his son has that same, they call it the sickness, but it's just that unbridled rage that they're born with because he is the god of war. You know, and that's why it's called mm. war, you know, um, because I think he kind of like took Ares mantle and it, it's a whole, there's a whole lot of mythology to it, but his son has that same rage in his heart. And, you know, it's him trying to teach his son to be better because his son does have a moment because he didn't know he was a god, right? Because I think he's technically a full god at this point. Uh, I want to call him a demigod, but I think he ended up becoming a full god after, you know, killing everyone. Uh, and kind of gaining godhood. And, you know, when he's having to teach his son, it's like, you know, we kill because we must, but we do not make fun of it. We do not derive pleasure from it. We do what we do because that is war. You know, uh, you have to remember everyone you killed did have, like, a family or, you know, that they had a life, you know. So we do this for our survival, and yes, because it's us or them, but don't be, like, cocky about it, if you want know yeah. I mean. to And it was just, like, it's his character arc of him going through a lot of regrets of what he did. You know, killing all the gods and, like, where he is now and trying to pass those lessons onto his son. I just think from seeing the monster he was in the original games to, like, it was a believable development, which I saw where you tagged me, like, with Negan. You know, Negan was originally this evil character, and we see him kind of switch into it, and it's like, yeah, I get it but it didn't feel slow enough. This was a right. struggle and felt so organic of where it should have gone. It was a it was a tragedy.
0: Um so I never played God of War, but Holly played God of War and I used to watch him play and I liked first of all I liked the way the game looked and I yeah. we both know we love mythology. Um, so the idea of Greek mythology was super cool. I loved some of the fight scenes. Like uh, w- there was one fight scene where like these big statues come to life or some shit like that. I mean, it was cool. It really was. Um, and I always thought that like just the aesthetic of Kratos was really cool. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I just thought he was <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, honestly. Like that that's what it's boiled down to.
1: <laughs> he, he was basically the original Alexi. Like that is his personality.
0: The personality that you've created. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. But <laughs> um Shit, Just
1: just Just pretend with me here, bitch. No, No, I will.
0: (laughs) But um, what you want to call it? No, I love you putting Kratos down. Um, God of War was so popular. I don't, is it really popular still? Or is it kind of like sizzled out? It's kind of like a cult favorite
1: because they don't really have anything coming out right now. But it won a bu- bunch of like best game of the year awards, mm-hmm. uh, especially when the newest one had come out. Everybody's really looking forward to the new one that's coming out. It's one of those things that if somebody was like be like God of War, they'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, like it's not some people still just like talk talk about. But I'm sure there's some guy out there with like you know Kratos' tattoos
0: on him on somewhere. <laughs> Oh, there has to be. There has to be. I'm just saying I I could have sworn, you know, this has to be maybe 10 years ago or something, maybe a little less, but everyone talked about God of War. Like, I saw god of war everywhere uh you know game stop you know hot Topics, spencers the mall anyone you talk to like god of war so people love this shit and i'm surprised they have not made a live action movie yet because there's so much to go off
1: second. of i would be all over it
0: it would be interesting to see who they would cast as kratos 'Cause they have to be able to put like pull off that like bald look with the beard and be really like buff and everything. The dude that voices Kratos is
1: super hot too. Like, no Kratos. joke. Send me a picture. No, I got you, you, girl. I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next time on, Tia and Brittany are just thirsty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> It is how we do. Is how we do. But yeah. uh, no, I love it. I love Kratos here. I love that this is one of your favorite characters. Have you played God of War on Twitch? I
1: have. I, I played that newest one. I did. I um, uh, I didn't play the originals on there, but I did uh, the other ones.
0: And that came out for PlayStation, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the the newer one came out for PlayStation Four. Uh, the other one had like I think it was PlayStation Two was when it started.
0: I have to ask: Were like, did you ever play the Xbox a lot? Because we've been talking about Nintendo, we've been talking about PlayStation. I don't really hear you talk about Xbox.
1: Um, I I think okay, the Xbox I remember as a kid was more the system that was like more aimed towards adults, you know? Yeah. So I remember, like, Oddworld, you know, like, the little creepy one. And I remember Halo, which I never, I've never played a Halo game. I've played, like, five <laughs> seconds of one, but I've never actually played through it. You know, I just, uh, I liked Viva La P- Viva Pinata. That was really fun. <laughs> but I, I can't think of just, like, a strict Xbox game that I've, uh, that I've uh, witnessed in quite some time.
0: By the way, I got your picture, and yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> Cindy actually had an original Xbox, and she played, um, like, silly games on it. You know, like, there was one where... The characters look like Mega Man, even though it wasn't Mega Man. Like, I know what Mega Man is, but it wasn't like Mega Man. It was more so – Um, it felt more so like a Tetris, right? You, you got to line up, like, certain colors or some shit like that. So she had it for that. And um, I remember when Polly and I first moved in, like, five years ago, she's like, do you want my Xbox? Because – we, you know, at that point had the PS2. We had the PS3, but we didn't have anything to put in the bedroom. She's like, you could just have it. I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, Tia, I haven't turned it on in like years. So we had it for a little while. And we, and Paulie played like a few games on it. It was, um, so we had the Xbox and then we had the Xbox One and that crapped out like a year ago or something like that. I joked around with Jawan because he's like, um, he keeps asking me if I, he's an Xbox boy, and I go, "I'll tell you this, John. None of my PS, none of my Playstations have ever crapped out on me. I still got the PS2. I go, I still got the PS2, and that thing still turns on and works. I go, I have never had any of them crap out on me, but the Xbox crapped out on me.
1: He's <laughs> oh a tear.
0: Yeah. No, and he put like a little like mad face and Kanan in the group chat goes, Just accept that Playstation's superior, John. And I was like I was <laughs> laughing.
1: Against each other on
0: him <laughs> But I'm sure people will be listening to this and they're, Xbox all the way. <laughs> I just, I never, I never, as you said, played a game that was exclusively Xbox or knew of it. It's like, I had Nintendos, and I got the PS2, and I loved the PS2, so then I kept just getting the new versions of it. I want to get the PS5, it's just way too expensive at this point.
1: Dude, it's so hard to even get a hold of one right now. Like, I barely got one on, like, pre-order. <laughs> I watched one of my bosses refresh for two hours at work, and he, I was like, what you doing, buddy? He's like, don't talk to me. I'm trying to get my PS5. <laughs> 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 then, well, I watched, but was it worth the price?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really pricey. I'm like, I can wait. There's nothing that I want from it that's so dire that I need it this moment, so I can certainly wait a little while, but I definitely want to add it to the collection. All I need, Brittany, is a PS1. Like, I'm sure I can find that on eBay and dust it off or something, but I literally have this – I have the second, the third, and the fourth. So we need to complete this PlayStation family here.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to have to think about for your next birthday or Christmas then.
0: <laughs> just find the PS1. I'm sure someone's selling it for like 20 bucks. <laughs> and just get it.
1: <laughs> that's a great thing I'll about playing. A...
0: Go ahead,
1: sorry. I was say that's a great thing about my dad using to have a pawn shop. Is that now he has all these tie-ins to all the pawn shops in town. And I'll be like, hey, how much you going to sell me that for? And they're like, well, you got to learn to haggle first. Because the whole thing is haggle. They're like, you can't, you can't be his daughter and not try to haggle me. And I was like, I'm going to give you $10. And they're like, you got to be fucking with me. I'm like, $10. And they're like, okay, though. And I was like, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just get me the original PS1 with the original, like, Tekken, and then I'll be good.
1: I thought <laughs> Tekken's like a $1,000 game.
0: Is it really? I, no, I don't know. That's just, that's oh, God, I can't imagine. No, because... Can I tell you really quick a quick story about that? Like, I really love the Tekken games, and I was playing them on the PS2. And obviously, like, the graphics now are so much better. But, like, the graphics were pretty good for the time on the PS2. But I've played the original Tekken in an arcade. Like, they put the original Tekken In an arcade, and so you saw like how boxy it is. Like you think Laura Croft was boxy, the fucking original Tekken was boxy as shit. And I'm like, but I want to kind of play it for the PS One just to see how the controls hold up. It's it's
1: probably nostalgic, and a lot of those people. Uh, that uh, Go competitive, they used the original uh, fighting, like the arcade style, like a little joystick and buttons. Oh
0: my God. I did like arcades. We had an arcade, and I really enjoyed going to them and like, playing, getting... See, this is why I like uh, controllers, because it feels like an arcade game with the joystick. Don't you oh, ever, ever go... You remember going to an arcade and you'd be like getting there and you're like smashing the frickin' button as you're like pretty much like about to rip the joystick off of the freaking thing like I swear I don't know how they survived those times I don't I don't know how they survived either because it wasn't just me I would watch kids and they're like ah and it's like how did how is that this not breaking right now see think they just built things differently back in the day <laughs> <laughs> I was just literally built different, but, um, which calls it. So, yes, Kratos, number four. I'm going to go with number three. <laughs> and you're going to laugh. You should also expect this, though, considering what we've been talking about lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, as I keep repeating myself, because that's what I do, I'm just a repetitive person, I keep saying that I'm not much of a gamer, right? I haven't really played games. The game that I really have been playing lately, besides the one I'm about to say, is The Sims, right? I got it for PS4, and I'll put it on, you know, maybe for like a half hour, you know, Get, hook up some characters freaking redo a house you know and play for a little while right and so then freaking paulie was like i want to download some more games on the ps4 you know just to have something else to play and he's like at first he's like i'm gonna download grand theft auto san andreas and because he loved it, but you know the graphics don't really hold up that well, yeah. and so he's like, all right i'm gonna I'm gonna download Gta five and at first I'm like, oh boy, all right Gta five whatever you know <laughs> and I'm like and, <laughs> freaking... <laughs> was <about> to start. <laughs> and I'm watching him play and then there's a few times where like You know, you can drive around, and I like driving games. I'm like, oh, cool, there's a driving aspect. I'm like, can I try? Okay, long story short, I have been obsessed at GTA V for a few weeks now. I've been playing obsessively. I have my own story mode that I've been playing. I beat the story, and now I'm going back and replaying the story. (laughs) (laughs) You're so obsessed. I this hasn't happened since I was into SSX Tricky, and I'm like, but it's kind of becoming a problem now where I'm like, all right, I legit have things to do, and I'm just spending, like, all day playing GTA Five. It's nice sometimes to shut your brain off. I feel like I work so hard all the time where I'm like, I love this idea of just sitting down and, like, shutting my brain off and just playing something, which I guess is kind of like the allure of video games in the first place, but I'm like, it it's hitting me hard. So anyway, <laughs> uh, my number three, and my favorite character out of GTA, which I'm sure is, like, to you you don't like the other two. I like Franklin and Michael. I like Franklin and Michael a lot, but Trevor is gonna be my Trevor's my favorite. I don't care <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't
1: want her to ever fool you into thinking she's a halfway decent human being. Because no. just look at her top favorite video game. You know, got that. we like characters that we would like to emulate and we find ourselves in. Huh, Tia? Do you not remember that conversation? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, definitely don't want to emulate Trevor. You know, he is a terrible person. But he he's fucking hilarious. Like, I love it. To me, because I'm like, he is bad. But it's funny. Like, I don't know. I know that sounds fucked up now that I say it out loud. But it's like, I don't know. Because So, really quick, right? I'm sure, like, half the world, if not more, has played GTA Five. It came out in 2013. So, I'm obviously fucking, like, talking into the abyss when I say shit like this. But for the, like, 2% out there, like me, who didn't know anything about this game. Again, it came I out all right. So it came out in 2013. Um, Freaking. And, like, the story mode's really cool because, first of all, this is the first time that you can play as three characters as opposed to just one. And it's this whole story of, like, Michael and Trevor were bank robbers back in the day and they were really good friends, best friends, right? And 10 years prior, they even show you, like, the prequel. Like, not the prequel, sorry. The, uh, the, you know, the prelogue, right, or epilogue, I don't know, fucking know, you know what I'm talking about, uh, whatever, Um, you know, And they did a bank uh, robbery job. It went wrong, and you assumed Michael died and Trevor went on with his life, but Michael didn't. Michael went into witness protection. He's this rich asshole now. His life is boring. His wife is dumb. His kids are dumb, all that. Then you have Franklin, who's this young guy who lives in kind of like a not-so-nice area, and he's constantly trying to like better himself and not just be involved in like the local gangs, right? So he meets up with Michael, who – it's so funny because he meets Michael because Franklin's working for, like, this car guy who, like, repos cars, but it's totally, like, illegitimate. So Franklin goes to, like, repo a car. Franklin goes to repo a car that's owned by Michael's son. And as he's driving, Michael's, like, in the back of the car and, like, puts a gun up against Franklin's head. And he's like, all right, you're going to take me to the asshole who sent you. To repo my fucking kid's car. But then Michael and Franklin become friends. Like, Michael really likes Franklin. You can tell, like, there's that whole he's the son I wish I had sort of thing. And And Franklin's like. But he did have. Oh, he hates it. I hate this kid. This kid is a fucking douchebag. Um, But freaking, you know, and Franklin likes Michael because he's like, oh, this guy's like an older gangster he you know he lives like in this beautiful fucking mansion in like the middle of the hills and everything like i want it like whatever he does or did i want to do so like michael takes franklin under his wing well eventually after they hit like a jewelry store it gets the attention of trevor who's been living in, like, the fucking sticks this whole time, thinking Michael's dead. And so that kind of reunites them together and shit. And Trevor's, like, a horrible fucking human being. He's a fucking, like, psychopath. He, like, his his uh, intro scene is literally, like, him banging this chick and then killing the girl's boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, he's terrible. And he literally, like, lives just... Crazy, and his whole like backstory is that he's from Canada, and he didn't know what to do with his life, and he like tried out for the air force, and he was really good at flying planes, and he was almost gonna be an air force pilot, but he failed his psych evaluation test. So Uh then. Yeah, so then he just, like, started running drugs and guns across the border and everything and whatever, and he freaking, like, you know, um, when he goes to see Michael, he literally forces his way into, like, he has this guy, Wade, who is his, like, lackey, and – Wade is like, oh, I have a cousin Floyd who lives in like, you know, the nice area of town. And he's like, well, we're going to have to be in the nice area because that's where Michael is. And I'm going to need somewhere to stay. So we're going to stay in Floyd's place and trashes the fucking place. There's so many things I could say about Trevor. He's a fucking crazy psychopath. That's exactly who he is. But it's like his morals in a way are so weird because it's like. He'll be telling Michael, like, you're a selfish prick, you know, and this and that, like, blah, blah, because you do find out, like, and I'm not even going to say spoiler alert because, again, it's been out since, like, 2013, but, like, you find out that Michael, that whole bank robbery job at the beginning of the game that, you know, quote, unquote, killed him and shit was set up. Like, beforehand, he made a deal with the FBI to kind of set up, like, uh, this other guy that they ran with, Brad, and to set up Trevor, but Trevor got away, you know, and so that Michael could, like, fake his death and go into hiding, but in reality, it's like he just gave the FBI information, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just crazy. Um, And so you know, Michael's like, oh, what, Trevor, because you're a psychopath, like, it makes okay, and Trevor's like, I'm at least honest, <laughs> like, I'm at least honest I... that I'm a fucking piece of shit, <laughs> and like, uh, his, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, it's weird that, you know, for two people so opposite where Michael, say, would probably be the one that's like, I want to live it up and be all, like, big style and stuff, that he would become friends with someone so kind of psychotic and not really that style.
0: Well, it's funny because, like, they don't show it, but they talk about it a lot. Because when we see Michael, he's in this gorgeous fucking mansion that has, like, a pool, its own tennis court, you know. His kids don't have to work. His wife, you know, cheats on him all day long with the tennis coach, with the fucking yoga teacher and shit. But... They say constantly that Michael grew up as white trash, essentially, like in a trailer, and that his wife was a stripper. So he's like, you know, that's what I originally am. So I'm sure that when he first met Trevor, he was more on Trevor's level, but then became not on his level. Um, but tre- again, Trevor's like fucking morality so weird because when he first reunites with Michael, he learns that Michael's daughter is – trying out for this show called fame or shame like which is an american idol knockoff and trevor's like you know your daughter's gonna get embarrassed on national tv we gotta go help her and you see that the daughter was being like sexualized by the douchebag producer and trevor's like that little girl sat on my lap when she was two years old i'm not gonna let you do that to her and it's like trevor you literally kill people you literally like yeah. murder people and like kidnap people. I you, some... Oh, I was telling Brittany as you're as you're doing the game, you can pick up like random hitchhikers or whatever. There's several things where someone will be like, "I'm too drunk, you know, can you drive me home?" And you can literally take them to a cult where they pay Trevor. To- Sad. And
1: I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on your voice is cracking me up. What did you say? I said the sadistic glee in your voice is like
0: <laughs> Wait, no, there's so, there's one scene that cracks me up in it. So there's at some point in the game where like Mike so Michael catches his wife cheating on him with like his tennis instructor. And he finds the tennis instructor at this house and, like, pretty much pulls the house down off of the hill. But the house was owned by this, like – and the house was owned by this really, like, bad, like, mafia dude that he ends up, like, doing work for. So then later in the story, he introduces Trevor to the guy, and they do a job for him, and Trevor is in charge of, like, dropping something off at the guy's house. Well, he meets back up with Michael, and Michael's like, Trevor – why do you have Martin's car? And he's like, well, you know, I went to Martin. I explained to him that we need to be financially compensated, you know, for what we did. He got angry. I got angry. And Michael's like, did you kill him? And he's like, no. What kind of psychotic asshole do you think I am? And Michael's like, okay. And then Trevor goes, but I did kidnap his wife. And Michael's like, oh, oh God, hey. what the fuck? What <laughs> <laughs> dude i
1: love that I love that you love him though because i totally agree there's a reason people really do love him and as much shit as i give you for it i would be the exact same
0: it's just like it's just you know what it is because it okay it's like i know that he's the crazy athlete you would never want to meet a person like trevor in your life but when you have the three people right and again All great characters like Franklin is an amazing character because he's not jaded by the world like Trevor and Michael are right. Um, So he's kind of on this like good path. It's so funny because he's always like I want to do good for myself and I'm like you should stay away from Michael then. Like you want to do good for yourself by robbing bigger banks, apparently. <laughs> like, well, but you I know, I mean, it's grand theft auto. Like
1: you don't want to be a part of the the that culture and everything, but this part's fine.
0: Right, and then Michael is just like a you know jaded asshole, you know. But again, I I like uh, playing as him as well. But Trevor's just not trying to be anyone else other than himself. Like he's always just. Uh, I don't know, honest about himself, I guess. So to me, I feel like you have more fun. And I I like his side missions better, too. I think that, like, again, that you could take people to a cult. I think that's fucking hilarious. I'm like, only in a game. Only in this game. (laughs) um, It's so funny. So uh, Trevor Phillips is voiced by Stephen Og, who played uh, Simon on The Walking Dead, and I showed Brittany this clip that I found where Stephen was talking about how at some convention a girl apparently handed him her, like, college thesis about why uh, Trevor Phillips has, like, female fans, and he was saying that he thinks that's kind of strange because it's, like, women who write serial killers in prison, and the girl was like, oh, well, I'm one of those girls who thinks Trevor Phillips is, is attractive and he was just like, Aah. okay, go. <laughs> go away from me.
1: <laughs> said that was hilarious. I was just like, where he's like, Ugh. like where he's like, <laughs> like, I'm like feeling like, insulted, but oh my god, this bitch is crazy kind of look. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. And I told Brittany, I'm like, of course she's one of them. She, Why would she spend so long writing an essay if she didn't feel that way? What? College papers are like 40 pages long. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so I would definitely say that Trevor Phillips is like... One of my favorite characters in a video game, just because it's he's ridiculous. Um, and my number one, by the way, will play very much onto why I like Trevor a lot um, in GTA Five. But yeah, that that that's my my uh, my character for number three. I uh, hope you enjoyed that, Brittany. Uh, I me did, I just heard. talking about how much, just me talking about how much I'm obsessed with uh, with freaking GTA Five.
1: Girl, so I don't watch. I was waiting for
0: a second. Well, thank you. I I appreciate it. Um, but Brittany, we're down to the last two in our top ten favorite video game characters. What's your number two?
1: I'm gonna go f- with Joel from The Last of Us because I oh yes, in a video game. So, Tia knows, I have a soft spot for the story of someone that's gone through something tragic, and so they're really hardened and mean, but someone softens their heart kind of stories, and that basically is what that entire story is about, and I'll kind of shorten it down a little bit, just because of, like, timing and everything, but I... My thing about Joel is so he loses his daughter, and so the, uh, like, you know, the zombie apocalypse starts to happen, and in this, they kind of explain it's more of, like, a fungal thing, like, it's a fungal parasite type thing, mm-hmm. and he, um, he his daughter, like, they're going for, like, the border, like, because they're starting to shut off the city, and the guy was, like, you know, he, when they fell, his daughter, like, hurt her leg, and they're, like, running, and he's holding his daughter, and this soldier shoots at him, and you know his daughter dies in his arms, and it's really sad. And it kind of explains why and then that how, how that traumatized him, and well, so it flashes like years in the future. You think like, oh, you're dealing with like, kind of crazy. but it's like no, it fast forwards to exactly how much he's been surviving after all of this.
0: You right. You can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got I got hungry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> like, Continue. I was, I was just like I was like, what the fuck is that sound? I was like, uh, I <laughs> chop on, uh, which um, just laughing at you, um. But, you know, So his daughter dies, and, you know, you kind of, like, get the idea that he was kind of a bad person while trying to survive, like, whether or not it was stealing from other people, you know, the food that they needed, or, you know, medicine, it was just survival at that point, and... Fast forward he ends up taking care of this girl they're wanting him they're wanting him to deliver this girl over to the fireflies, which the fireflies are like this organization uh, they're- in some aspects they're considered kind of a terrorist group in that, but they're also some people just like think they're radicals and they want him to deliver this girl and that's ellie and it turns out Ellie's immune to the <laughs> And so they're needing to deliver her so that she can help make a vaccine. And, you know, through it, Joe is very cold to her, like almost straight up mean, like very grumpy. And she's kind of like hardening too because, you know, she's lost her entire family, you know, uh, but I think it's like she was born in the, the apocalypse, right? So it's kind of like all she's ever known because it has been years and years. Well, Basically, it's just, like, their whole development of, like, I, I'm trying to think. I'm not explaining it very well because I'm a little stuttery because there's so much that goes into it. But I love Joel because it's, like, you can tell he's afraid of getting hurt again. He's afraid to love her, if that makes sense. He's afraid to get attached, and he's afraid to, you know, because she's, like, at the age right now where she was, like, almost the exact same age as his daughter when she died you know and they do have similarities you know but not the same and you know i think he has one at some point where that he has a freak out where he's like you're not her and she's like mm-hmm. i know you know and you know because she does kind of like start to warm up to him like a father and you know get really attached to him but this is kind of. This is going to be a spoiler alert, even though the game did come out on PS3 like early on to the PS3. <laughs> so they end up, um, you know, he ends up does get her to the where they're going to make the vaccine, and they tell him, you know, you know, she kind of gets put under to get like the surgery, and he's kind of like just now realizing what's, I can't I think they get like knocked out or something, and the organization finds them. And the lady's telling him, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it. But, you know, it involves um, basically she has to die for it. And and he's like gotten so attached to her, you know, and he's like basically like, I'm not going to lose her again. And, you know, this whole thing is how badly she's wanted to get to these people because she has this talk where she's like, I wanted I want to help people. You know, I want, I want to do something good for the people. I want to help, you know, make the world normal again and, you know, make people stop dying. But Joel goes on a fucking killing spree and, you know, she's still under, he ends up saving her and, you know, and the doctors like, you know, the people are like, do you not realize, you know, you're dooming all of us. She is the only one and he ends up accidentally killing the doctor, the only doctor that could make that vaccine or at least what you assume, you know what I mean? Uh, that could make it and you know he grabs her while she's still un- under anesthesia and he runs off with her and the end of the move uh, the, well this basically a movie he you know he holds her and he takes her and she wakes up in the car and she's like oh did we find the fireflies and he's like yeah you know uh it didn't you know they couldn't do anything and he lies oh. to her oh, <laughs> the whole thing that, because that whole thing was is that You know, and in the second game, and here's the spoiler for that, you know, she ends up, she does find out what Joel did. And, you know, they had had a big falling out because she's like, you didn't give me a choice. You didn't let me decide what I wanted. She's like, I would have chose to, you know, give up my life to do that. And he's like, I know. And, you know, but he's, you know, and they kind of have that big falling out where they don't talk very much for a couple of years because he's raised her up to this point. But it's almost like he doesn't mind because he still just, he's like, he has at some point where he does tell her, he's like, even if it was selfish, even if it was the most fucked up thing, even if I damned humanity, he's like, it was all worth it for you. Basically, he shouldered all of it because he just loved her so much he wanted her to live. And he's like, I know that's selfish, but, you know, here we are. And he has a moment. Where he leans in and he tells her and he's like, but basically says, I, if I could do it all over again, I would do the exact same fucking thing. And I think it kind of hurts her because she's like, are you not listening to me? But she's starting to realize, you know, he has no regrets about it. Um, but it's just, it's incredibly sad because, uh, here's the spoiler alert. Joel dies at the beginning of the second game. He ends up getting killed by the doc the doctor's daughter that he killed in the first one. And she beats him to death with a golf club. And it's really sad. I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And <laughs> the whole time you're realizing, you know, when Joel dies, you know, him and Ellie hadn't talked in a long time or they hadn't had a reconciliation and they look at each other one last time before he dies. And but at the very end of the second movie I and mean, the second game, you know, you, you they actually turns out they did have a talk that night where he told her he's like I wouldn't have changed anything and I don't regret anything and they were starting to like reform their connection when he died. And oh makes me sob talking about it. I tried so <laughs> that was when I did that twelve hour stream. I freaking went ham trying to finish the second <laughs> I cried so many tears, my eyes were so red by the end of it that I just wanted to die.
0: <laughs> Joel's a bit of an asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the last thing, like, Joel is, like, she fought with them because uh, it turns out, you know, Joel, uh, not Joel, Ellie is actually lesbian. And yeah. the thing was, someone didn't accept it and was giving her shit about it. And Joel steps in, even though they haven't talked for him, because he's like, I don't care if you hate me. I still love you. You're still, you know, basically my kid. And steps in, and like, and she's like, I don't need you, Joel. And that's why I hope they change that ending. I'm fine with her hating him. I'm not fine. Nobody likes the way that Joel died in the second one. It was fucking, it was a, you should have been on Twitter, like in that part of the Twitterverse (laughs) when that happened. People were fucking pissed, and I'm sorry for all the spoilers, just so you know, that's, like, so depressing. I saw there was a lot of tears. I hated myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the dynamic, I've not played The Last of Us. I've heard about it. Like, how could you not? But the dynamic between Joel and Ellie seems to me, uh, from an outsider's uh point of view, something very similar to Logan and Laura. And then Mando and Baby Yoda.
1: Yes. yes. Which makes it
0: hilarious that which makes it hilarious that Pedro Pascal is playing Joel because it's like, oh, you already have experience
1: But <laughs> still I wish it would have gone to uh oh what's his name? You no, know I'm Nic-
0: talking. The guy who played Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones, Nicolaj.
1: I just want to know if he would have been able to do a southern accent because uh, Joel (laughs) is...
0: I mean, he was able to do a pretty good American accent in Shot Caller. Um, He looks exactly like Joel. I saw people kind of circulating that around before they announced it was Pedro Pascal. Like, I love Pedro Pascal and because I don't have an attachment to the game. I'm like, that's great. For me, I'm cool with it. But I saw pictures and I was like, but Nikolaj looked really similar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tia, I should buy you Last
0: of Us for the PS4. <laughs> so I can cry watching it, uh, cry playing it? <laughs> it feels feel so good while you cry. But at least I know what happens. So it's not a surprise, I guess. That's
1: true. That would have been even better. Ever... Like I would have liked to see your heartbreak.
0: Oh my god! Do you do um? Do you sometimes watch like video game movies? Yes. Like where they, where they do just the cutscenes and they take out every all the like f- gameplay because I did that with GTA five. Oh my <laughs> I just god. watched the cutscenes. <laughs>
1: Uh, I did that with Outlast, you know, after I played it stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, I want the the story part of it." I oh want my god! It. Remember
0: Eddie Gluskin? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh my god, he plays into the whole like us liking these crazy characters. But no, I love you putting Joel from The Last of Us um, I, again. How could I not know about The Last of Us? People talk about it all the time. People love it. I remember people anticipating the second one. It seems like people didn't like the second one as much as they liked the first one, but maybe that's because Joel died. Would you say so?
1: It's because a lot of people had issues with it. because uh, So Joel dies, which was a big thing, because... Uh, it was kind of like, oh, here, we built up this whole relationship throughout the game. Now we're going to kill him in the first five seconds of the game mm. kind of thing when you could have still had him. And it could have been just as good with, you know, her hating him. And by the end of the game, you know, them having to reform that connection and, you know, having some, like a common thing, you know, for it. And a lot of people were like, yeah, you know, but, yeah, it was kind of like the tragic hero kind of thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. But but this here's the thing: the girl that kills, um, the girl that kills Joel. You play for her as half the game.
0: So really? Like,
1: oh, yeah. Which it, you, I ended up did feel sorry for because the whole thing was it's like you know when the doctor in the flashback speaking how you know when they find someone that's immune, you know it's gonna kill them, and they're talking about like weighing it. And the girl that one of the people goes, but what if it was your daughter that was the one that was immune? And the girl and that character walks up and she's like, I, I would do it if it meant you know saving people. And and the doctor's like, if it was my own daughter, I'd do it too. So for her, she it was like the ultimate slap in the face that someone wouldn't be willing to allow someone, especially that's not even their own child, to not do something that would save all of them. And her dad died. And you do see she was a lot sweeter character. Also, I sobbed because there's a part, certain part in the game where a dog attacks you, right? And mm-hmm. it won't stop attacking you and you have to kill it. And then it, <laughs> Oh, the I remember
0: rest, you telling me that. <laughs> yes,
1: and then, like, when you play her side, you realize it's the dog you've kept the entire time and that they're actually really trained for this and that the dog was just protecting the home that she came into and that the dog... Oh dogs. god, it's so and then because, you know, in the game you always see these dogs attack you, right? And they're always so yeah. vicious. But on the other side you're seeing them when they're not in attack mode and they're just happy they're dogs. You know, they're just happy dogs, like police dogs, when they're not, you know, doing their thing. You know, they're very happy loving animals. They're, you know, in a way, pets. And that's kind of what you saw with the other and I just start crying. The chat was like <sighs>
0: It was rough, Tia. It was <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I can handle all that. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> and yeah, was... and I'm not I'm not ready for a lot. <laughs> but um yes, I love that you putting Joel down for number two. So we are down to our number one on our top. Uh, ten favorite video game characters. Let's go through all of them before we get to number one. So we have Kirby, Waluigi, Link, Samus, Amaterasu. I hope I said that right. Uh, <laughs> uh Zoe Payne, Kratos, Trevor Phillips, Joel, and my number one will be from SSX Tricky. Well realistically the ssx franchise but he was introduced in ssx tricky and that is simon stark now (laughs) simon stark the reason why i love him is kind of similar to the reason why i liked trevor phillips just because simon stark's character is this like really outlandish fucking like I, I hate this, but crazy character. That that was the selling point of his, right? Because um, you have all the other characters, right? And they're all wearing, like, elbow and knee padding. And they're wearing, like, helmets and shit. And they're wearing, like, protective glasses. And Simon is literally snowboarding shirtless no protective gear on or anything like that and he literally had like his last name stark right and he literally has a back tattoo that's like stark raving mad and simon's whole thing was just like he was like crazy <laughs> but so charismatic so fun um just like his character lived to be kind of like the I'm going to weird people – like, purposely, I'm going to weird people the fuck out and shit like that. Um, There was this one uh, character – I believe her name was – oh, gosh, I forget her character's name now Uh, because I never really played as her. But she was, like, this really small, like, sweet, you know, young girl from Japan and everything who was a fan favorite because she was from the first game. And Simon, like, chose her to kind of, like, pick on. (laughs) Like, they would be, Um, I told you, like, in the game, right, when they're, like, lined up before they start the race. And so if you're Simon and you're next to his character, I believe her name is, like, Kira or something, and he'd be like like you know and like try and purposely scare her and she'd be all like freaked out and everything or he'd be like smell my armpit does it smell to you and everything like purposely (laughs) and but the thing was is that simon was friends with zoe and she wasn't ever intimidated by him he'd like do the same thing or like something similar she'd be like simon stop it you know like but she'd be smiling (laughs) (laughs) and. <laughs> right, you know, so it's like I loved his fucking character so much. I loved playing his character because in SSX trick, so SSX was it's a snowboarding franchise, and in the first one, you know, they had these characters and they had the courses which were cool, but they definitely were more realistic with the abilities that you could do. And the tricks, like what you would really see with snowboarders. SSX Tricky, they're like, fuck realism. We're just going to go crazy. Because the developers of the game were like skateboarders. So they implemented a lot of skateboarding things to the game, even though it was a snowboarding game. So um, each character you know, could do tricks and do, say, like, the same tricks. But then each character had their advanced trick that only they could do once you got enough points. And Simon's was literally called the guillotine. So as you jump, you do the combination to do it. And he literally detaches his snowboard and swings it around his neck and puts it back. And it's like, that's so, and it's like, it's so unrealistic, but I fucking loved it. I loved his character so much. I mean, the, the fan fiction that I wrote (laughs) with this fucking character. Um, And funny enough, he was in SSX, I forget how many characters now there were, but there was only about six, right? X Tricky had a lot of characters, a lot of new characters introduced. And out of all the new characters that were introduced in SSX Tricky, Simon was the only one that carried over to the third one and then carried over to all the ones that came out afterward because he was so popular. People were like, I love this. Like It wasn't just me. They didn't bring over any of the other characters that they introduced from Tricky to the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one. Like, it was just Simon. And his character kind of, like, remained the same, but also, like, evolved. Like, his tire definitely evolved, um, and shit. And I, I love, I loved his character. He was unhinged. He was fucking, like, crazy. Um, as I said, in SSX Tricky, they literally had, um, spreadsheets, not spreadsheets, I'm sorry, Q&As, right, where the character, like, because the whole thing, the whole story was like, they're all on tour, and they're being treated like celebrities, they're being interviewed, they're being announced and everything. So the questionnaire was the same for every person, they just had different answers. So I remember vividly on the fucking questionnaire was boxers or briefs, right, and so all of the guy characters answered, you know, either boxers or briefs, Simon's was jockstrap. <laughs> like, cause that just stood out to <laughs> jock-strap?
1: me. Jockstrap? Yes. <laughs> I kind of feel like he doesn't wear underwear at all. I'm just impressed at that.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so I just love this character. And then, like, again... Just the cutscenes of this character was hilarious for me. I loved the tricks that you could do with him and I loved his backstory. Because he was the type of character that you could tell probably didn't have a very good upbringing. Like their whole ex, you have to keep in mind, right? This game was made a very long time ago. And video games in general, I feel like, are kind of unrealistic. The whole explanation as to why Simon was the way he is is that they said that he was a BMX right And this is their official description that you can find in the video game, SSX Tricky. Um, The official description as to why he is the way he is, he was a BMX writer and went over a cliff and got caught in electrical wires that electrocuted him, and so it messed with his brain, (laughs) and that's why he is the way he is. But you could, and I know it's like, maybe I'm not describing it well, but if you play the game... You can tell he's the type of character that acts this way because he keeps everyone at, like, an arm's length, and it's like, I'm going to be really crazy so no one can, like, get to me, but then you get the feeling that he really wants someone because he, he like, loves Zoe. He, like, attaches to her because she doesn't treat him like, ew, gross, because you see a lot of characters do that, like, not just Kira. They'd be like, oh, God, Simon is here. But Zoe would always be like, Simon, we're going to, like, do some arm wrestling after this. And he'd be like, Zoe, let me give you a tattoo or something, you know? And it's oh like, so, <laughs> so, again, like the fan fiction that was wrote for this fucking character, you can imagine. But, yeah, um, I can only really imagine. I love Simon. Simon will always be my favorite video game character. Um, I loved all the shit, and... Again, the amount of, like, effort they put in for SSX Tricky was crazy because in the game they showed you each of the actors who voice them and say their, like, method. And the guy that they got for Simon, I forget the guy's name now, but he's, like, a circus dude who's known for, like, swallowing swords and putting, like, spoons up his nose and shit. So, like, he was saying, as he was getting in touch for Simon, he would literally be in the studio, like, fucking shoving a spoon up his nose as he's, like, saying the line and everything. And I'm like, I love this crap.
1: (laughs) Right? I've said like since our beginning of our friendship, like I said, yeah, you've been obsessed with this character, and I, I've, I've, uh, I've very many times have heard you express like you're like, don't judge me, but this is this character once upon a time, and I'm like I am no judge <laughs> like that. Cause I remember like your username it was like oh just says like Stark like Tony Stark, and you're like no Stark like. It's sad, that, okay, so
0: my Twitter hand. well, first of all, my handle for everything that I put, right, is T.C. Stark. And a lot of people think the Stark is because of Tony Stark. It's not. It's because of Simon Stark. When I was thinking of names back in the day, because this is before the MCU came out, it was like Simon Stark. Um, and, and, by the way, his name is not spelled S-I-M-O-N. His name is spelled P-S-Y-M-O-N. Why? Because psychotic is P-S-Y. I love this character. So um, maybe I'm not describing it well, you know, and certainly SSX Tricky didn't have... You know, it didn't have a story mode like, say, GTA has or anything, but SSX Tricky built so much of a world that if you were a person like me, like Sarah, like Amanda, you built a world around that. You developed these characters, and, you know, they gave explanations of who they were. They gave them personalities and cut scenes and, like, this whole entire, like, world where it's, like, you just love... Loved it. I loved it. Um and I wish they would make another one. I wish they would make one for the PS5, make it more story driven, because that's the thing, and I know like we're going over our two hours now, but um they certainly didn't develop their stories as much as they did in SSX tricky past that. Because in SSX3, um instead of them like talking to each other they sent text messages to each other so like in ssx tricky right if you shove someone enough right after the race there'd literally be a scene of that person like physically not like pushing you but like going up to you and being like that wasn't cool but in ssx3 if you did that then you just got like a text message going like what the hell so they certainly didn't like put as much Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, if they made another, because they came out with an SSX in 2012, and it was such a treat for fans because it was everything that we loved about SSX Tricky, but updated, you know? It was like they went back and listened to the fans. So it's like, if they made another one and just updated it, brought in some new characters, but gave it more of, like, a story mode cut scene and shit. Oh, my fucking God. When I tell you that shit would sell so hard because the fandom is still out there. We're still out there, man. So (laughs) it it would just sell so much.
1: That's funny. (laughs) You're, You're like, even after all these years, I still love it. Oh, my
0: God. If I was, like, sitting one day at home and you text me going, hey, Tia, guess what? And it's like, what, Brittany? uh, Did Black Widow get delayed again? You'd be like, no, they're making SX for the PS5. I would fucking, like, get out of bed. I'd start, like, what can I sell to buy the PS5 so that I can buy this game when it comes out? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what I mean, kidney do I have to sell?
1: What be nice. Would you say? I said uh even like a remake would be nice, like a remaster.
0: Oh my Br- Britney stop. Don't even like get me that ex- like even yes, even if they decide to remaster SSX Tricky, right? And for oh, I can't. I can't talk about it. It would it would just be too much for me. It's too much for me right now to have them, but
1: <laughs> Wait, I already. Okay. Mm. I don't know how true this is, so you take this with a grain of salt. But I'm just looking real quick. Uh, it says I don't know what it's gonna be, right? Uh-huh. SS SS uh, it tricky. It's SSX Tricky Creator announces new snowboarding game coming soon, and that was posted on March 13th, 2021.
0: See, they've been rumoring another one for years, for years. Like, ever since 2012, they've been kind of, like, coming out with the rumors that it made. So it's like, I don't give it much credence because since 2012. Um, but then again, we didn't think 2012 was going to happen. That came out of nowhere. Because, fa- like, not for nothing, the fr- franchise kind of got dead after a while. Was the last, I know I'm like... Going on and on, so please forgive me. But the last thing I'll say is, like, SSX, super successful. SSX Tricky, super successful. SSX 3, successful, but kind of declining because people really didn't like... Um, the first two were, like, world tours. SSX 3 takes place on a huge mountain, and people didn't like that. Then they came out with one called SSX on Tour, which the... The animation style was terrible. You could make your own characters, but people who like the game don't want to make their own characters. They they want to play the characters that is per, are provided. So you couldn't play as any of the other characters. You could only play as a character you made. Um, it, people didn't like the animation style, and then they made SSX Blur on the Wii. Crap animation, right? terrible gameplay because it was with the Wii like and that pretty much like almost deaded the franchise people were like I'm kind of tired of SSX like I'll just play tricky and you know think fondly of that um and then so when they came out with 2012 and they showed like the gameplay we're like holy fuck they went back to like what we like so who knows um you know Whatever, I'll I'll not hold my breath. But dude, <sighs> anyway, Brittany, um, before we kind of head out of here and everything, because we have been talking for a while, um, did you have any honorable mentions that you want to throw out there? Um,
1: I. I can't think of anything besides just like you know Star Fox, you know Mario, the the normal ones. Ganon, you know, you know it's like
0: those ones that you really love, but that aren't just didn't quite make it into the five. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I'd say even Sonic, even though um, you know I wouldn't say he's like, huh? I said That's Sonic. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say he's like my favorite, but like. I actually played the Sega Genesis. I had a friend who had it. So, you know, I mean, Sonic is classic. Mario, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, I think I kind of got all of the characters that I love out there. So I think we did a great job. High five, yeah. virtual high five, high five. there. High five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Brittany, this has been a fantastic top 10. Um, because we're talking about video games and you are a fantastic streamer, please let everyone know where they can find you.
1: So you can always find me at Twitch at uh, IttyBittyBrit. Brit. I now I want to start playing Okami again. I want to play some <laughs> games that I love so much. But uh, then you can also find me on Twitter at Zero. I need to start posting there again. I've I've been very absent from uh from the Twitter game lately and the TikTok. <laughs> game. I need I need to get back to it. But eventually, I'll teach myself how to video edit. So hopefully, I can start putting some YouTube videos out there.
0: I always offer to help. You know that. And I'm I- gonna stay right on air. <laughs> but, um, yes, please make sure that you check Brittany out. She's a very dedicated streamer who spends a lot of time entertaining you folks. Um, as for me, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at TFABY or TC underscore star. Uh, as I said, that's my username. Uh, but, you know, and then you could also check us out at com. We have a new monthly newsletter. Um, so please make sure that you sign up for it if you're not signed up. Um, we love that we also have a few affiliate codes with both the cold coldest water bottle and bones coffee company, um, which is really great. I'm been drinking their coffee like non-stop that's delicious so i'll definitely link the affiliate links in our youtube video when this goes up Um, and then please make sure you check out our merch we have merch um which you can find on geekfivesnation.com which also has links to all of our social media platforms please make sure that you're following us on youtube vibes podcast my latest interview is with uh, donal and Brian from uh, brianne gleason from frank of ireland that was a lot of fun so please make sure you check that out and please make sure you check out my interview with leo deluglio from who killed sarah which is a fantastic netflix show but Brittany. This has been great. I can't wait to do this again next week. Everyone, let us know who your favorite video game character is, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.